0: This is the Your Move Podcast. I'm Floyd Jordan, and this is Landon Stankiewicz. And together we are Flandon, which is totally ridiculous, but it's stuff we say. So thank you for joining and enjoy the show. Welcome in.
1: All right, that one. How's that one? That's a test. Is that one good? That's so good. Cool. All right, so we're good. Okay. Oh, that's so good. See, we don't even need my microphone. Maybe, you know what? Jesus. Your microphone. I give it its credit. Does she have a name? No, she doesn't have a name. What should we name her? I think something gender neutral. Um, You are a fucking millennial. (laughs) My car's name is Tony. Jesus. Did you spell with it with an, an I? I? Oh God! You fucking
0: crazy! You are so millennial, Jesus. <laughs>
1: yeah. God. Well, you know it's really funny it? though. If you actually look at my age, I'm like in between millennial and then the next one. Uh, technically. You mean? The, I don't even know what my generation is. But like, what I'm, year are you I'm born? on the fence. Ninety-five.
0: Okay. What I, again? When I say it's a general, the it's next one will be just like it, almost. Yeah. It's the internet. It's the idea that a kid can be the one dick so pics. Okay, so you're
1: saying... Okay, you're saying smartphone kids. And don't tap the thing. It makes Sorry. my audio sound no, that's good. So you're saying smartphone kids. Yeah, well, like the whole thing where you can...
0: Landon can just get a hair up his ass and, like, anything he wants to know at his uh, fingertips.
1: Yeah, okay. Information age. Yeah, but, like, yes. That's where we are, I think, right now, technically. That's what they're calling it.
0: Yeah. They call it. I don't even. Know, is it? Postmodern. They're always calling things. This hell with historical periods. Whatever. Whatever it is. Right now, people. That's right it. now.
1: There that's the nuts. Oh, I feel we're even just saying just Um, there. we're talking about having street smarts and having had like book book knowledge. Smarts. Yeah.
0: Well, and that's the you know again with whether it's millennials or even my kids or the you know younger generation. Mm-hmm. Dude, that, again, like when you think about you were talking about how you know you and I kind of came from maybe some areas that you saw some, some savage facts of life. Yeah, safe to say.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, well, everyone looks at like you know in white privilege. You know, I, look, I sat in the back of a cop car with a gun in my pants. That's wild. That's what. And listen, here's my argument: is I was like you know 15 years old. Mm-hmm. Okay, that privilege of that mm-hmm. can actually harm you because now you're encouraged to do this ignorant stuff. Oh yeah. It's good to, f- to have that buffer. Yeah. And so that, pri- and again, so like now our privilege of like having this information of everything, sometimes it's that's actually a curse too, because it's like mm-hmm. you're paralyzed.
1: Yeah. Cause like if I know I'm not gonna get in trouble for being late to work, guess what? I'm gonna be every day more <laughs> and more. And I'm just gonna keep, cause I feel like as humans, we just push the boundary as much as we can and we figure out, okay, but some, it doesn't feel like we're getting that push back anymore. And people are just being wild. And they're stomping on other people's lives and then it becomes this really weird tension because it's like, I have the freedom to say what I want to say, but my freedom of saying what I want to say is impeding on someone else's freedom of what they want. And it's just like this this thing where it's like, I don't know. It's kind of an interesting place to be in, but I don't know that there's like a solid answer for that.
0: I see what you're saying. Yeah, well, because it's, I mean, maybe there is like, that's, and again, I'm a, dude, I'm an open guy. I'm Mm -hmm. somewhere on the spectrum of feminism. Okay, mm-hmm. I've been again. I've been to black lives. What I'm saying is like that's that, and conservatives talk about this a lot. It's like we're so it, 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 it kind of handicaps the good guys. I oh, got I'm making them tall and conservatives, the bad guys. I don't want to do that, but whatever. The assholes, let's say not conservative, because there's all kinds of assholes. Mm-hmm. It, it handicaps the people that are positive, yeah, right, when we are tiptoeing around. You know, whereas, like, so, for instance, if you if you tell me a gender pronoun, and I knew her, she was a, a trans woman, mm-hmm. or, yeah, okay, yeah. look, sometimes I would say he. Mm-hmm. It, it was just a ha- I mean, it's not, like, and I would I would feel bad, and then I would stop talking to her because, yeah. like, I kept messing up, and then really it's, like, it, that's just what I was used to. I heard a deeper voice. It was, like, this yeah. program. I, I love trans, you know what I mean? I don't yeah. I have no problem. I love all humans. But you're right, so if we keep... Where we, we hold ourselves back, you know, you feel like if you speak up, you're kind of taking away their speech. Yeah. That's really not a thing. You know, am I like, you gotta, you gotta freaking, but again, how do you say it tactfully?
1: It, yeah, I think that's the best way. Cause I just, you don't wanna come across ignorantly, too. Like, I think, I think a yes. well informed way of approaching things is the way to go. But I think a lot of people are informed on a little picture they see on Facebook and boom. All right, this is factual. This is what's happening. TMZ is not a news source. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like, no. Harvey Levin, sorry, bro. No. Yeah. I'm, I can't stand it. Oh, God. It's, you're so right, dude. It's, I'm like, uh, that was a meme. That wasn't actually news. Please, please stop. I saw that meme, too.
0: Is I haven't. I've been fasting from the news for mm-hmm. like almost seven months now. So tell me, what is that Harvey thing you said?
1: Oh, just Harvey. He's the guy who runs TMZ. Okay. He's the guy with the cup. And he said, have you ever watched TMZ? Yeah, he's the guy. He's the guy with the cup. He's just sitting there asking him questions. And so, yeah, he's a wild boy.
0: He is. Mm-hmm. And like we were talking about when we we're eating our burrito, mm-hmm. we forget. We have the right to not have an opinion. Yeah. To say I don't know.
1: Yeah. And I think like with, a, with social media, we're making snap decisions. Do I like this? Do I not like this? And so we're forced to like polarize on everything. And that's crazy. Because sometimes it's okay to be neutral. We're Switzerland. <laughs> Let's just be Switzerland. <laughs> so like, just because you have <laughs> social media doesn't mean I need to hear what you have to say. Like, not, like, not that your opinion isn't valid. Because uh, feelings are valid. People's opinions are valid. Yes. But not everything needs to be said. And I think, like, that's why I don't like Twitter. I'm off Twitter. <laughs> Can't stand Twitter, kids. It was, like, a couple years after me. I'm just an old man at heart really yeah. twitter kids are the worst cuz they just pop off whatever that thought is they tweet it yeah and now that's out in the world <laughs> there's no there's no filter before popping that out and i think people are living their lives that way they're just like i'm going to say what i want to say i don't care what how this affects other people and not realizing that like we're not in a bubble like the world is the bubble everything you do is a chain reaction affecting the people around you positive or negative yeah but they just don't even but we're just like, no, I hate this, or I love this. Nothing in between. Not like, actually, you know what? I don't have anything to say about that. I haven't heard that in years. I don't have an opinion. All right, let me find out some more before I say something. Stop popping off. <laughs> yeah. You know? <sighs> it's crazy.
0: Yeah, man. It's a, What Shakespeare says, the three most beautiful words of the English language is I don't know.
1: Yeah. I think it's really empowering, too, to be okay with not knowing. Because it's hard. For me especially, like, I want to know everything. I want to know how it works. I want to know why. Everything behind it. But, like, being okay with, like, I'm not sure. Not always having an answer. I think, like, being slow to speak is, like, a lost art right now. I think a lot can be gained from listening. Actually, I was looking at this thing right before I came over here. It's
0: a very good point, though, man. That... uh... We have two ears and one mouth for a reason.
1: Yeah. Let me see.
0: I don't care if you believe in God or Adams. That's a fact. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, this is like semi on topic. It was this quote. It says, "You don't gain influence by walking around believing you know more than everybody else." Yeah. You
0: you screw yourself, really.
1: Yeah. I had a teacher in uh, in high school. I think it was junior year. He's first day of class. He's like, "Look." Everyone that you meet knows something that you don't. Find out what that is. And it just taught me to value people. Like, everyone does know something that I don't know. It's factual. It's like, we need to start valuing other people. Like, people aren't just obstacles through our day. Like, we're in such a hurry to get to work, to get to... And there's all these humans around us, right? Yeah. Like, why am I in such a hurry? Why can't I just let that car go in front of me? You know? What am I gaining from being a butthead, and cutting a person off that's trying to merge on, like, just these little things, like, if everyone thought this way, obviously this is, like, utopia, but if everyone thought this way, the world would just be so harmonious. Yeah. Like, that would be so good. But, until then, Gandhi, be the change that I want to see. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, all, yeah, yeah, I only have self-control. I can't control anything else. I control me. So, hopefully, me, you, we do, we're doing this thing. Positivity catches on. Even if it's just our circle of influence, those people have a circle of influence, and it just one by one. Yeah, well, that's a good point. Calm is contagious. Yeah, I wasn't breathing the entire time I was talking, so I'm gonna catch my breath.
0: <laughs> Why would you not breathe? I can't. I would. You're, I can't hear you. You're good, man. You're good. I would tell you if you if there's anything sounding weird.
1: Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes I get excited and like I forget to breathe or I forget to chew my food. And like I'm. So, have you ever been just so hungry you're just like. So, yeah, I just, I'm running to find what, just anything to wash it down. And I've, I've learned that eating more food to kind of knock it down your throat does not work at all.
0: Oh, that's Absolutely funny. not. It does not work. No. I mean, I've done, I mean, listen, Lane, I was 400 pounds. It takes some skill. You have to be committed to eating. Yeah. You know, you, you have to eat before your brain knows you're full. Otherwise, you cannot consume that many tacos. Yeah. You know, because at some point, it just tastes gross. Right. Yeah. Okay, that's, so you, you know what, in that, okay, mm-hmm. I agree uh, with lots, a lot of those things. Again, everyone does, like, they like this utopia. Mm-hmm. And this is why I'm an effing coach right here is because I, I get, so how do you individually, how do we practice it? Mm-hmm. You know, like, because like you said, so we take that. That would be a better place. And a lot of, like, even, say, people that didn't like Donald Trump, you know what I mean? And they were yeah. protesting. Okay, go vote. Exactly. Like get up, like like go do something. Like that's not my. I'm faster from the news. I'm too stupid to understand politics and a lot mm-hmm. of those things. Mm-hmm. But it, what I'm saying is, like, if we really want something, like you and you said this, the individual, you set that example,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Um, but then again, how, how do you? How do we practice that?
1: Yeah, I think even even backtracking a little bit, like when you're looking at realistically, we're changing the world by changing the way that we think, right? And that's daunting. So we're scaling it down to, I can change going back to the self-control thing. And I think like we were talking about it earlier is like understanding. (laughs) Instead of living on like autopilot and just going throughout the day, living intentionally. What am I doing to figure out my purpose? Okay, have my purpose now. What am I doing to live that out? Because I think it's a daily thing. Like it's not this... Oh, I get to do my purpose once and I'm done. Yeah, it's it should be this ongoing thing. Like, why was I put on this planet? Because I feel like everyone was put here for a reason, from the lowliest of jobs to the most important jobs. You know, you can determine what is what, but every everything has a function, and it's like, what is my function? What is my role on the planet? Maybe your role is just to make your workplace, there's always those good people that are at work that like, for example, Sabrina, shout out to Sabrina. She always has such a great attitude and makes work fun. Better Buzz, you know, we can edit out Better Buzz, but you know, Better Buzz where
0: I work. Better Buzz, I want the bonus. Reward the people that need it. Jesus, Better Buzz, I'm trying to spread some positivity here.
1: Spread some green at me. bro.
0: Let me put a potential advertisement in this podcast. Better Buzz, we could be shouting you out and telling everyone how generous and positive
1: and philanthropic. That's true. But we're not doing that, are we, Landon? No, we're... This is an anti-ad. Anti-ad. I don't know. He's anti. No, don't, don't do that because I work there and I need to make money. <laughs> he's in the we, money. Love we love better butts. love <laughs> better um, But, yeah, just, like, I, I don't even know if she has the realization in her mind, but, like, I feel like her role oftentimes is just to be, like, this person that has positivity. Like, even when people come and they're like, oh, today sucked, da-da-da. She's like, oh, but this and this and just pointing out the good things. And I feel like if we could realize that, we could all be more like Sabrina, the world would be a better place. Like even even yes. even just even if it's just for the people around us. And I think like in me finding my purpose and living out my purpose in the smallest of ways or the largest of ways, right? I feel fulfilled by helping the people around me. I think nowadays everyone wants to be real famous and everyone wants to have this grand stage but it's like what if just your life that you have in this moment is your stage stop overstepping the people in front of you to get to the next thing like there's people in your life for a reason like how or how are you infectiously spreading positivity yeah
0: that's what and she does man and she's yeah. definitely she's one of those you know, and that and that's my question again Bring it all kind of together. Again, I was Mm -hmm. 400 pounds. I was not as positive as I am now. Mm -hmm. Okay? And I always knew those people like Sabrina. It would be better if there was more of those people in the world. Yes. I always knew it was not being miserable and telling my kid he was a punk because he peed while sitting down or something. I don't know. It was not good. Yeah. Okay? It was an asshole. Been that. I like this. Now, at some point, like I asked you today before Mm -hmm. we were doing this, I said, Landon, I said, you got like five minutes so you can just kind of be. You're like, I don't know. I got five minutes. Yeah. We all do. And I did that a lot. But I have yeah. seen so at some point, how do we help those people take mm-hmm. that five minutes and be that Sabrina that we all need?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think, it, like, you have to want it, too. Because, like, we can't want it for someone. Like, if I there's someone who's, like, a drug addict and it's out of control, I really want them to not be a drug addict. But until they come to the realization that I don't want to be, a, it's not going to change. Yeah. So I feel like we have, I feel like our role in the moment is to be a role model, to ignite the thought and then give the tools on how to get from wanting to do something to actually beginning to do something. Does that make sense? Yeah, you can help someone think, you can't help someone do. Exactly, like offering information and just being, like I said previously, Gandhi, the change that we want to see. But I think like, the, like, it's your, like, you only have one life to live, right? And, like, even just as we were talking, I've been thinking about it, too, like, am I going to take ownership of my life, or am I going to allow life to dictate to me how it's going to be? No, I'm going to take ownership because I feel like I have a purpose here, right? I'm not 100% sure what it is yet, so, okay, how do I get to that? Okay, three minutes a day. I can afford three minutes out of 24 hours to sit and just meditate and figure out what's going on. Recalibrate, you know? Because if I go I go into work, every day I go into work, <coughs> most of the time. I'm like, today's going to be great. Da, 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 da. And then those customers are just wild in life. Things happen, you know? My air and my tire is low. You know, just I'm running late. There's traffic more than And then now I'm in a not a great mood. But before going into work, not taking all that in, if I would just take those three minutes, whew, this is what I'm doing today. And tell life what's gonna happen. Now I'm recalibrated going into the day. You know, and I think too often we're just we're just missing moments, you know? Cause time, time we don't get back, right? And we spend it so frivolously. Mm. Like the time I'm watching Netflix, watching a YouTube video, listening to something senseless. Open Instagram, I'm lost, you know, for 30. I love the screen reporting time because it makes me feel disgusting. <laughs> like I was on my phone for 2 hours. Ugh, I feel gross, you know? Yeah. But I think I think just starting to think, you know, and not be told how to think. Cuz I like with school and the way things are set up, we're like we're taught this is the problem and this is how you're supposed to think to solve that problem versus there's multiple ways to get to that. Yeah, but like, let me think. Stop standardizing the way that we think.
0: I agree. Now here, and again, I'm social in. justice, and I agree with that. But mm-hmm. good and bad, the if we don't have that standardized thing, mm-hmm. that is clearly not performing, then you start getting into like segregation, and you start getting you know more, mm-hmm. and it's like a double edged sword, you know. Yeah, and it's just kind. of And I think, but I think what I've come at now, and I agree with what you said. Mm-hmm. It's it's it's. Oh, I'm not saying the f word. It's you on landing. So I don't know about that. It's on landing to, to do that. Yeah. Uh, uh, to, if you want to learn to think like that. And the thing is, this is why, again, I, I want to help millennials especially understand this. Because everyone now, they're not in the, like, there's no more jobs and, and things that are, like, labor oriented. It's all knowledge work. Yeah. Really. Okay. You know what I mean? Even, mm-hmm. like, better, even uh, where you work at Better Buzzers, you got to solve these problems. Mm-hmm. you got to navigate interpersonal relationships. Yeah. Uh, and that's a new thing, so what I'm saying is like no one's gonna teach us that, mm-hmm. right, and we can have two options. I think maybe in a hundred hundred fifty years, they might have some institution to better handle it, but you and I are gonna be dead let's let's get something out of this life, you know, yeah. and like you said, having that ability um to, like, set an intention, mm-hmm. and then it's not as straightforward. You have to navigate it. Yeah. And then, like, you know, you're, before, like, you know, it was a clear path. You went to school,
1: you did this, you did this, you, yeah. you moved up. They tell you what to do. And you're right, and they're not doing that anymore. No, and that's why everyone's like, what do I do now? Yeah. And, and to your point, too, like, if you look at Martin Luther King, like, a lot of things he was fighting for didn't happen until he passed away. But he, I feel like he he knew that, though, in his mind. Because he was like, I'm doing it for my kids. Yeah. And like starting to set up the next generation, like starting to live for legacy versus burning out quickly. Every, every song, anything you see on in movies, everything is just to burn out quick. But it's like, what are we leaving legacy-wise for the next generation coming up? Because we have all of the knowledge of all the things that people have done before us, and they've screwed us. <laughs> multiple times. Yeah. They're like, nah, we're chilling. Like we're, we're going to do our thing. But it's like, now can we be a little bit more aware? What, what are we doing to set them up? Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, it's uh, it's managing that. I'm sure that like, I don't have kids, but I'm sure that having kids gives you a little bit more of that perspective too. Cause like you obviously want your son to be successful. You want him to have a better life than you've had. You want all these different things, but wanting and doing like, that's that's what this whole topic is about like getting out of wanting and actually doing something and finding that first step three minutes you know three minutes turns into five to ten to fulfill life you know but i think that especially with just, just in general like we have microwave lives everything's no one's using the oven People use the oven, but I don't have a microwave in my house. I haven't used. I was one. actually thinking about that today. Like, got rid of it. Like, do I need a microwave? How am I gonna eat my corn dogs, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. This that addiction everyone has. We have these little like little yeah. Addic- it's just we're so fast. People. Yeah. I said, I want my corn dog one minute. I'm done. I'm ready to eat. That's that's what I was, I was popping Percocet. I was like, man, I feel like crap. I think I just
0: take this thing and not do five pushups. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, You're yeah. right.
1: It's like this. It's the quick fix versus, and the, that goes back to what we're saying. It's the, are we gonna do something that's gonna be a quick fix? are we actually going to go in and mend? And I think that that's why nothing changes because we're so intimidated that it's it's systems. The system is broken, and everyone has said that for years. Yeah. Okay, cool. We acknowledge. What are we doing? How are we conversing? These debates, they're just, they're arguing. Not even a debate. They're stuck on one side, (laughs) and they're stuck on another side, and they're just yelling their points. And who yells the loudest wins, I don't know, candidacy. Yeah. But, like, what if there was an actual roundtable, an actual discussion where we're like, hey, this is what I'm bringing to the table. This is what you bring to the table. Like, let's just let's try to figure something out. Like, I think it would it's going to take a long time and it's going to take a lot of patience, It's going to take a lot of things. But what's the step one from now to, to there? Like, are we OK with not being the one to see something come to fruition? Like, are we OK with setting someone up? Are we okay with loading the bases and letting someone else hit the grand slam? Does it have mm. to be us?
0: I mean, we answer that question every day. You know, we wake up and we say we don't have five minutes, or we say it's, mm-hmm. I'm going to be an a butthead today because what, you know, it's like, I'm going to allow that. And that's good, man. You know, and it's, and we're not supposed to be perfect. Yeah. And I think to your point, how we make that change, just like what you said, you know, it's an individual level. Yeah. You're know, you doing it. And then, like, maybe that rubs off on somebody else. I mean, Sabrina clearly rubbed off on you. Yeah. She, yeah.
1: Like, yeah. I think that, like, when I see people do that, it, like, makes me like, oh, you know what? What's happening right now is okay. Like, let me just shrug it off. Let me get back in the game, you know? <sighs> I'm not going to sit on the bench anymore, you know? It's like life. Like, stop sitting on the bench and letting everyone else play. Because, people, like, life's going to tug you around. Life's going to push you around. Life's going to tell you all these things, but are gonna get off the bench take the shot you might miss okay there's another shot coming you gotta keep shooting just like floyd reaching out and then we started we started to uh edit the thought yeah you had had and now we've come to a conclusion but if you wouldn't have shot the initial shot or you wouldn't have been like hey landon let's let's do a podcast you know we wouldn't be here yeah and i think it's just pete we need more shooters and again, why do you think I'm a
0: millennial success coach, son? This doesn't exist. It's because so many people. I taught all of them. Let me tell you something common. I feel like I could just make one big freight of rejection. It's hard.
1: 100%. When I played basketball Hurts. as a kid, I wouldn't shoot because I didn't want to miss, literally, my yeah. thought process. And I passed the ball. And then they would miss. <laughs> what did it matter? It, and did nothing. I like when I'm playing in the backyard by myself. I'm making it every time, but I'm afraid that someone's gonna see me miss, Mm -hmm. and I'm afraid of the rejection that comes with that. Yeah, and at the end of the day, like our life is not in the tabloids. Like it's okay. Like I think that it takes more of like a stronger human to be okay with making a mistake and admitting to that mistake and then pivoting. Yeah. Rather than never taking the shot at all, I think that's what a coward does. Hundred percent.
0: I mean, it, it can't. Well, yeah. I mean, everyone live Everyone dies, but not everybody lives. Mm-hmm. You know. But, but again, how do we practice in that? You know, it's simple. So again, yeah, everyone knows that, Landon. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that rejection sucks. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows they'd like to be better for it, like to go of yeah. it. But then, shout out Gabby. Then comes you set the. There's this savage person that shoots you down, or Bella, mm-hmm. and I love it. But they don't appreciate that. Mm-hmm. You know, again, we don't appreciate. So it's like if we, if we don't practice rejection, you know, if we don't go seek it. Yeah. How can we ever get good at something we don't practice?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You, we have to be okay with it. We Cause, don't have to. Because I feel like, how is anything ever going to be better without putting stuff out there that's like not complete thoughts, you know, and being, being rejected by that? Like. I think that rejection is is a natural part of life. The girl that rejects you, right? I learned from that situation. Don't approach it that way. You know what? You know, the, there's so much to be learned in. I almost feel like in rejection, there's so much to be relearn- to be learned than almost even in success. Oh yeah. Because it's like success could be dumb luck. Yeah. <sniffs> yeah. I learned nothing. I just did something and it was successful. But. Like, who's it? There's there's a dude inventing something. You may know. He tried so many times and messed up all these times, and it was like the hundredth time. Figured it out. I feel like it was Benjamin Franklin. That sounds like a person, but <laughs> sounds like you know, a thing. You're yeah, a millennial. <laughs> thing. Yeah, yeah. He just put someone, Benjamin Franklin on every damn quote. Someone in his Shakespeare. History, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was Shakespeare's Plato, Aristotle. <laughs> one of those guys. Loved <laughs> it. But I mean, yeah, like. There was all, and then he's like, okay, cool. Like, this isn't, this is what's not working. Let me adjust, let me adjust, let me adjust. But like a hundred times, that's wild. And then to find success, there's like no mistaking that that was like true success, not just luck. Yeah. And I think like there's something to be found in that. Like, that's okay. It's okay to be rejected. We, we, we should be okay with that in
0: a way. We would definitely live our best lives if we were, yeah, because
1: because, like if you live for people's acceptance, you're gonna die from their rejection. like i I don't need you to love me, for me to be happy. I have to be happy with me because if I'm living for everyone else and just trying to gain gain or garner attention from them or find some measure of success through them, then I'm just going to fall flat on my face consistently. True. I think like going into relationships, people try to find someone to make them happy. It's not going to work. You got to be happy. You've got to be content with yourself. And then this person can add to me, but I'm also going to add to them because I'm bringing something to the table. I'm not, two halves don't make a whole. Yeah. You know, going into that. And I think even just taking that away from the relationship and just in life, Like, I can't rely on everyone else for me. comes back to the self-control. Yeah. So if I'm creating a self-sustaining human myself, right, intentionally, then now I can take that, use my influence, whether it be large or small, to help other people to do that. And that comes back to our continuous question that we've been asking. What's... What's the first step in that? Yeah, I'm lost in the sauce right now. No,
0: I man. I mean, look, and, and and so we all know that. And again, this is why a lot of guys—it's creep. Guys are creepy, mm-hmm. okay? Because they don't understand rejection. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. Uh, well, I'm just gonna use Bella and Gabby all the time here because yeah, I've already used them, and they were just the ones that make me practice my anxieties the most when they snicker at me. It's mm-hmm. actually, I'm really grateful for it. But what I'm saying is here's why guys are creepy. Here's what a lot of people, they struggle with rejection. Either A, there's, two, there's usually two camps. There's the one you're too scared to shoot, mm-hmm. right? So you never even shoot the shot. Mm-hmm. Then there's the really creepy effer that like, you know, hey, will you follow me? Yeah. And then like, they're like hey, you want to follow me on Instagram? Uh, and they start uh, like this right here, and they talk, you know. Yeah. But maybe they don't talk like that, or it could be just a <laughs> jacked up tool. Yeah. You know what I mean? They don't know how to accept the no. Yeah. So like, the key is is that balance, like mm-hmm. to be able to shoot the shot.
1: Self awareness.
0: And like, yeah, exactly, because it's like if Gabby or, or or Bella, if they say no, that's okay. I know my intention was to you know positively empower their life, help give them something, mm-hmm. and I'm okay shooting a shot. I don't need it to go in.